And that's all I can play of the song because I can't afford the rights. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the very first episode of Big Time Podcast. I am your host, Carly Mulert, and we are going to be talking about Nickelodeon's Big Time Rush on this very podcast. Um, I'm a huge fan of the show, the band, the boys, and I just like talking about it. So why not create a podcast where I can just do that? Yeah, that was my plan. Here's what I'm going to do. Every week, I'm going to talk about a different episode of Big Time Rush and just dive into some trivia, talk about the show, talk about who's my favorite of the episode, because it varies each time. So let us begin with some show trivia. All right, y'all. Big Time Rush premiered on Nickelodeon on November 28th, 2009, and it ran until July 25th, 2013. It ran for four seasons and is in the top six longest-running series on Nickelodeon, right after iCarly, Are You Afraid of the Dark, and all that. The show focuses on the Hollywood misadventures of four hockey players from Minnesota, Kendall Knight, James Diamond, Carlos Garcia, and Logan Mitchell. After they are selected to form a boy band f- made by fictional mega producer Gustavo Rock. Uh, so already sounds like an adventure. Uh, the show was created by Scott Fellows. Um, he's best also known for creating Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide, which is another Nickelodeon show and another one of my favorites. Uh, so good. Um, now, I'm going to talk about the characters, and then we're going to get into the episode, okay? First, we have Kendall Schmidt as Kendall Knight. Fun fact, his birthday is the day before mine. November 2nd. Woohoo. So, um, before Big Time Rush, Kendall guest starred on some shows here and there, like Frasier, Gilmore Girls, Still the Future, ER, CSI Miami, Ghost Whisperer. He's an all-around musician, plays a lot of stuff. Um, and then he was on Big Time Rush, and that's how we know him. So after Big Time Rush, Kendall formed a band with Dustin Belt called Heffron Drive. It's just the two of them. Uh, they lived, they, they both from Kansas, and they realized that they lived on the same street, Heffron Drive. Um, Dustin was actually the lead guitarist, um, for Big Time Rush when they went on tour, and that's where him and Kendall bonded, and they created a album called Happy Mistakes. Next we have James Maslow, who plays James Diamond. Uh, he's the handsome one of the group, like, the pretty boy. So the first time I remember seeing James Maslow was on that episode of iCarly, uh, called I Saw Him First, you know? When Sam and Carly are fighting over the boy, he's the boy that they're fighting over. And then he had that Nickelodeon connection and got onto Big Time Rush. And now, post Big Time Rush, um, he competed on the 18th season of Dancing with the Stars. Uh, he came in fourth, and it was rumored that he had a relationship with his partner, his dance partner, Peta. Ma- oh my gosh, her name, Peta Murgatroyd. I want to believe it, but I don't think it's true. Maybe it is. Who knows? Anyway. And then he also went on Celebrity Big Brother. Theme with James. Very nice. And then also, I was watching this episode of The Big Bang Theory the other day, and he was the bartender on it. 
I was like, oh, nice. Way to go. All right, next <laughs> we have Carlos Pena, who plays Carlos Garcia. Uh, Carlos Garcia is the crazy, wild, and fun-loving one of the group, the goofball. Um, he also, before Big Time Rush, did some guest stars on shows here and there. Notable, he was on Ned's Declassified, and he played uh, one of the Spelling Bee guys. I don't know if you're, anybody remembers that episode. These, like, three guys, they were really good at spelling, and I don't know. And they were really intimidating for no reason, but whatever. <laughs> so, now post-Big Time Rush. He married Alexa Vega, Carmen from Spy Kids, and now they live in Maui, and they have two beautiful children, and they have another one on the way, and I'm just so excited for them. Never met these people, but I'm so happy for them. Um, and so Alexa and Carlos were both on season 21 of Dancing with the Stars. Alexa came in sixth, and Carlos came in fourth, just like James did. Interesting. I, I don't know why. I find that interesting. Okay. And then also, Carlos was um, Kanicki in Grease Live when they did that with Vanessa Hudgens, Kiki Palmer, Julianne Hough. Um, and then he does a lot of Hallmark movies with Alexa. And they are devout Christians. And it's so beautiful. They are beautiful people. And lastly, we have um, Logan Henderson, who plays Logan Mitchell. He's kind of the genius of the group. Kind of the, the glue that holds them all together. Uh... So he was on Big Time Rush was his very first like big thing. And then he took like a three year hiatus to have a personal life, which I love. And then he released some singles and then he had his first solo album in 2018. And the title of this album, get ready. It is called Echoes of Departure and the Endless Streets of Dreams, part one. A little aggressive there, Logan, but I love it. Um, so those were, that is the band. That is Big Time Rush. And now, throughout Big Time Rush, we see some other people in the show. So first we have Katie, who's Kendall's younger sister, and she's played by Sierra Bravo. Now, Sierra Bravo grew up in the town that my freshman year roommate also grew up in, and apparently they knew each other, but I'm not going to get into that. But <laughs> Big Time Rush was her big role. She was about 10, I believe, when she did it. So that was her very first big thing. And then now she had her own show called Red Band Society. She was in this, I forget if it's a movie or a TV show, but it's called Wayne. And then she just did that huge uh, new Tom Holland movie called Cherry. Uh, and, and I... I adore her. She's very cool. Next, we have Gustavo Rock, the crazy mega music producer, played by Steven Kramer Glickman. He is a comedian, musician, he plays piano. He's very talented. Fun fact, he was in the workshop for Shrek the Musical, and he played Shrek, but he didn't get to go to Broadway, which I think is a shame. Fun fact about also about the role of Gustavo. He auditioned for the role of Gustavo on Friday, got hired on Saturday, and then started shooting on Monday. What a fun, fast weekend. Now, all around now, uh, he uh, post Big Time Rush, I mean, he uh, has a podcast. It's called The Nighttime Show, and he's all over TikTok, too, which I love. And he collaborates with Kendall Schmidt, uh, still with some music. And then we have uh, Tanya Chisholm. She plays Kelly, who's Gustavo's assistant. So I didn't know this, but she was in High School Musical 2. 
She was one of Sharpay's groupies, you know, in Fabulous, when all the girls are like, I want Fabulous, that is my sample request, all that. Okay. And, um, but I didn't know that they were called the, the Sharpettes. Did anybody know this? That those three girls that hung out with Sharpay were called the Sharpettes? I don't know. And then she also was in that movie called Legally Blondes where it was the two British girls from Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. They were like Elle Wood's British cousins. And she played one of their friends. Such, such, such a role. And then we have Challen Cates, who is um, Jennifer Knight, a.k.a. Mrs. Knight, Kendall and Katie's mom. And um, I think she gets called Mama Knight sometimes, which I think is funny. And uh, she has made TV appearances here and there. She had a re reoccurring role on the show Passions. And now she is producer's, um, producer of independent films. So that's our cast. That's Kendall, James, Carlos, Logan, Katie, Gustavo, Kelly, and Mama Knight. Now, let's get into our first episode, Big Time Audition. So, big time audition of the very first episode. It's actually an hour-long special. Who knew? Everybody did because they uh, watched it. Anyway, so big time audition, written by Scott Fellows, the creator, and directed by Savage Steve Holland. What a name. Here's a quick summary of what happens in season one, episode one. Kendall Knight, James Diamond, Carlos Garcia, Logan Mitchell... Four high school hockey players from Minnesota. They are given an opportunity by record producer Gustavo Rock to move to Hollywood as part of his latest boy band project, known as Big Time Rush. Along the way, they stay at the not-so-luxurious Palm Woods Hotel in Hollywood and face on uptight hotel manager, grueling recording sessions, corporate bureaucracy, I can speak, crazed fans, meet girls, cause chaos, and go on other adventures. Kendall's mom and sister, Katie, join the four boys and have hilarious romps on their own. That is the sum of the first episode and kind of gives you hints on what's happening in the future episodes. The songs that we have in this episode are Big Time, their well-known theme song, and Wanna Be Famous. Wanna be famous! Yeah, that song. Okay, okay, so here is some fun facts. Guys... Guys, here is a huge BTR fact. So their names were not going to be Kendall, James, Carlos, and Logan. No. No, no, my friends. Would you like to know the original names that were supposed to be? Here we go. Carlos was supposed to be Jesse. Logan was supposed to be Conus. Conus, like Jonas with a K. James was going to be Brian with a Y, and Kendall was going to be Donovan. Okay, I think the show would not have the impact at what that it did if it uh, had those names. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. More trivia. All right, so Logan's hair is black in this episode. Well, this is like the first episode we see. His hair is black, but then every other episode his hair is brown, so who knows what's up with that. Now, other fun facts. There is an 
unaired pilot episode in which an actor named Kurt Henson played Kendall, and they sing a different song instead of Big Time Rush. It's called This Is Our Someday. I have never heard of that. But then eventually, Carlos Peña revealed that they replaced Kurt because of the lack of chemistry between them. They had to become friends on and off stage, or on and off camera, I guess. Uh, whatever. And then the Kendall was added two weeks before the episodes were supposed to air. Wild. It would all... It all I can talk. It was also said that they replaced Kurt because he looked older than the rest of them and sounded too much like James. I could see that. That'd be kind of hard to have, like, two actors who sound the same. That'd get confusing for people. Um, and also, there are little clips on the internet of the unaired pilot. I haven't found, like, the full pilot. But if you do see the dude, he does look much older than them. It looks like it's, like, an uncle's taking out his nephews. Like, he looks so much older than them. Um, it was actually Logan who got the producers to have Kendall audition for a second time, and that's what got him the role. They just had better chemistry with Kendall and had more believable group of friendships. Yes, but don't worry. Kurt does come back later in uh, the series playing Dak Zevin, uh, a character. I think, I don't know which one that is, but he does come back, and I'll keep you posted. But also, the pilot with Kurt Hansen instead of Kendall Schmidt the boys were skateboarders, and they lived in Wisconsin, and Carlos doesn't have a helmet, and Katie was supposed to be older, 16 or older, Katie's actually 10 in the show, but I think what we have, our final product of Big Time Rush, is perfect. All right, all right, my friends, let us get into this episode. Alright, so episode one begins with the four boys getting chased by a bunch of girls. And then it says one minute earlier. And Kendall starts off with an iconic line that says, Opportunities like this don't come once in a lifetime. And um, we're going to hear a lot about that. Uh, we learned that the janitor left something like the sprinkler. Like, I don't even know what that's called. He left the sprinkler open, so now they're going to twist it open and flood the field. The girls' field hockey teams practice. So, that's their plan. Also, Carlos's helmet has a face shield, and that is never seen again, just letting you all know. So, they succeed in flooding the girls' field, but the, obviously the girls get mad and chase them away. So, there is one point where they get chased into an alley and they and Kendall goes give James the helmet we have to protect the face so I think the only reason this helmet has a face shield on it is so that James can protect his face and then we never see the face shield of the helmet again okay so then after the boys get trampled by the field hockey girls we are outside a Paramount theater interesting and we meet Gustavo Rock, who has been looking for uh, the next big star. He's a producer, and his assistant, Kelly, are looking for the next big star. They've gone to 22 different cities and have not found anybody. Gustavo says he's looking for his uh, fire. 
And he's like, where in Minnesota is my fire? And then it cuts to the guys, and they're all watching TV. They're watching the Pussycat Dolls, which I'm surprised. I don't know why. I was like, uh. And then James says he's going to marry Nicole Scherzinger, gives his whole plan. He's going to sing to sold-out arenas, make the girls go crazy, and then marry Nicole. Casual plan, James. Casual plan. Um... And then he shakes his butt in Logan's face. Hilarious. Okay, and now Carlos puts his helmet on. Carlos. Yeah, Carlos puts his helmet on, and there's no face shield. So that was just mainly so he could protect James' face. Next, uh, Sway pops up on the screen. He's, I think he's a rapper producer. Sway, he wears that big hat, and he's saying, like, do you want to be famous? And if you're in Minnesota, Gustavo Rock is holding auditions for people. So the guys get excited and they're like, oh my gosh, James, this is your time. So they all pull out their like little flip phones and um, they all try to call their parents, oh, their moms, that is. And they all leave the same message. They all wait. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Carlos' cell phone rings, but it's just a telemarketer. Carlos does seem like the guy that would answer to telemarketers. So then we find out Logan has his learner's permit. Tells us that the guys are like 15, 16 years old, but they're like, no, there has to be someone in the car with us. We can't just drive. So then they go to their next door neighbor, um, who's they just ask, is just this little old lady. They ask her, can you just sit in the car and Logan will drive? We just got to go to this audition. We'll shovel your driveway for the rest of winter. And then they carry this little late old lady to the car and they put her in and they're able to go to the audition and then we have like a little montage of people auditioning and Gustavo is just like screaming at them saying they're terrible at one point uh I believe he pulls out a bazooka just to shoot at somebody and I'm just how he has it ready like it is ready to go like, how did he get that through security? We'll never know. So they make it to the audition. Kelly gives James his sticker and then goes up to Logan and is like, well, here you go. And he's like, well, I want to be a doctor. So we learn this is the first time we hear Logan talking about being a doctor. And then Carlos wants to be famous, so he gets one. And then Kelly calls Kendall, you, tall, blonde, and eyebrows. And that is a perfect way to describe Kendall Schmidt. And he, she's like, how about you? And he goes, I want to be the center for the Minnesota Wild. Yes, Minnesota Wild. I know sports. Not really, but it's fine. She says, James, you're up. But James gets nervous, so he makes Logan go. And Logan goes in and beat boxes. And, like, you watch Kelly, and she's, like, kind of into it. And then Gustavo's like, no, please, please leave. Please leave. It's not good. <laughs> I, I realize he says, like, get back here. I have more bad words to say. Oh, poor Logan. Next, um, Carlos goes in. Carlos goes in, like, so confident. Plays with the microphone and just flat out farts into it. And then bows. Like, he just did the greatest thing ever. And he comes out proud and, proud and he's like, I'm not going to Hollywood. All right, now James is up. He tries to switch stickers with Kendall, but Kendall goes, This is your dream. Opportunities like this come once in a lifetime. Like I said, it's a theme. It's a theme. Go, and he says, go big time. Oh my God, that's part 
of the TV show title. Anyway, when James walks in, they spotlight him when he walks in the door. There's no need for that. Like, what? Just wait till he gets on the stage, spotlight people. And then Gustavo goes, well, he's not hideous. And James starts singing, and it's not bad, right? As I tell a joke or two. Not bad. Although I might be happy, loud, and hearty. Yeah, so James starts singing. He gets a little nervous. Gustavo stops him and says he has no talent. But then Kendall gets all upset, and he's like, no talent? And he comes down. Starts yelling at Gustavo, saying, like, you have no talent. You haven't had a hit in years. Then we get introduced to the famous song. Such a turd. Oh, yeah, giant turd. And you look like a turd and you smell like a turd. That was the giant turd song that, uh, that Kendall wrote about Gustavo and... He wasn't treating James nicely. Kendall gets taken down by security. So Carlos attacks security. James attacks security. Logan says before he does, I gotta get new friends. And then the old lady starts beating one of the security guards with the cane. And that's amazing. And security brings the four boys back to Kendall's house. Why would they bring them all back to Kendall's house? And then the old lady says, I feel so alive. And then ugh, Mrs. Knight is about to yell at them because they just got in trouble. And this is where we meet, officially meet Mrs. Knight and we meet Katie, Kendall's little sister. And then she asks them to um, sing the giant turd song and they do. And it's this cute little harmonizing turd song. And the door rings and it turns out to be the giant turd himself, Gustavo, coming for Kendall because he thinks he can make Kendall a star. Uh, but Kendall doesn't want to because he was mean to James and it's really James's dream. And it says they visit over 22 cities and 20,000 people and they did not find a single person that was talented. I think they were uh, auditioning in the right cities, people. Kendall says, I don't sing. And his mom and his sister are like, yeah, you sing all the time, dude. And they're like, well, come on, Kendall, what do you say? You want to go out to L.A. and, like, become a famous, uh, oh my god, become a famous pop star? I know how to talk. And they're all like, well, what's, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And then Kendall just goes, no. <laughs> it's really funny. And uh, Gustavo breaks uh, his mom's teacup and goes outside, screams, gets very angry, and Ke Kelly has to leave a bunch of money for them because he keeps breaking things and then Katie calls uh, Kendall an idiot because he didn't take the job and so then she walks by the pile of money and goes I'm taking a 20 love it Katie thing about the cater character of Katie is that she's not I think she's not an aggressive she's aggressive I would say she's an aggressive little sister character but not a mean manipulative character like Megan was from Drake and Josh. Her and Kendall actually have a good relationship. She's nice with all of his friends. Um, she's, I just think she's wise by, beyond her years. That's the vibe I get from Katie. So then we go to Kendall's work and he works at Sherwood Grocery Store. And um, he looks like he's like the guy who goes and gets all the carts because they're all just hanging outside. And they just kind of shove shopping carts into people, and then there's no consequences. Like, Carlos gets hit by a car. Um, James hits somebody with a shopping cart. Logan hits a car with a shopping cart. Like, there's no consequence. I don't know. Uh, where's Kendall's manager? So here's part 
This is where Carlos puts on his helmet, gets into the shopping cart, and then gets hit by a car. No consequences. Oh my goodness. What a world. But, anyway, James is upset because he really thinks Kendall should call the producer back and go be famous. And then Kendall... No, not Kendall. James pulls out of his pocket a Rolling Stone magazine and Kendall's like, what else do you have in your pockets? And he's like, my lucky comb, two headshots, two 8 by 10 headshots, one boy next door and one bad boy. <laughs> James is, in is, is intense. And then Carlos shows up, he's obviously concussed and he falls down. Logan's like, he got hit by a car for you. And then James says the iconic line, opportunities like this come once in a lifetime. Yeah. And so Kendall's like, oh no. He says, if you all had the chance to do this, would you? And they're like, yeah. And so he decides to call Kelly and they show up at the grocery store and Kendall agrees to go. But with one twist, he says that he has to take, he being Gustavo, has to take his friends with him to LA and make them a boy group. And that's where Big Time Rush is born. He also calls him dogs. And I'm like, that's the first time he calls them his dogs. And I love it. And then we have a little montage of the boys in LA in a limo to the tune of uh, Wanna Be Famous. So they get to L.A. finally. Okay, so they get to the Palm Woods, which is kind of a play on the Oak Woods, which is a real California apartment complex where kids who are trying to make it in, or kids, I guess, kids and their families who are trying to like make it in Hollywood, be uh, like stars, uh, singers, actors, that's where they would stay. And it was kind of like that. So that's what the Palm Woods is, essentially. Um, and then we run into Tyler, who is uh, the kid who doesn't want to act. And then Tyler's mom, who's a stage mom. Uh, they will be re reoccurring characters on this show. Tyler is played by Tucker Elbrizi, who is um, most recently, he was in, uh, what's it called? Oh my god, Mr. Iglesias on Netflix. Uh, he plays uh, Walt. I find that funny. So we get to the Palm Woods. The boys get really excited about the pool. They run out there. We have our first run-in with Camille, played by Aaron Sanders, best known as Quinn from Zoe 101. We will definitely see more of her in this series. Um, we find out that she is the method actress queen of the Palm Woods. And... Tyler kind of breaks down who the Palmwoods is, who's who. We meet Guitar Dude. Guitar Dude, he plays pretty, pretty self-explanatory Guitar Dude. And then that's Lightning, the TV Wonder Dog. So cute. And then like a fake little dog hand waves. And then we meet the iconic Jennifers, the actresses who uh, they have the same name and they sing, they dance, and they act. And then Tyler turns and has to work the fan for them. So like their hair is blowing back and, they look, and they're walking in slow motion. Okay, and of course the boys are all like, ooh, pretty girls. So we have um, the three Jennifers 
played by Savannah Jade, Denise Tons, and Spencer Locke. But I forget which one. We get a new blonde Jennifer later on in the series. I know that for a fact. So. Eh, well, they're all pretty cool. So. And those are the Jennifers, who obviously will make more appearances soon in our show. And then Kendall says, all right, guys, we have to have a reality check. We can't let this town change us. We gotta stay to... Uh, we gotta stay true to who we are. And then, like, ten minutes later, they're all in the pool, lounging, drinking some coconuts. Which, I don't understand that, but okay. Anyway, so then they try to approach the Jennifers again. They get rejected, get smoothies thrown in their faces. Kelly's like, guys, come on, it's time for boy band boot camp. So we head over to Rock Studios. And we see Gustavo, and we meet Griffin who is the uh, CEO of Gustavo Rock Studios. Oh, it's just Rock Studios, sorry. And Griffin comes in, and he's like, listen, the board's going to be here. You have three days to make a band. And Gustavo's like, wait, what? No, huh? But what also is just really funny is that Griffin's like two, not sidekicks, but two, like, Co-workers. Let's, you know, say assistants. That's a good word. Comes in, takes Gustavo's desk, turns it around, and so now it looks like Gustavo's sitting at Griffin's desk. And also, she goes, not she, Griffin goes, the boy band is dead. We have the research. And then the one woman takes the binder, throws it at Gustavo. Gustavo falls to the floor. Very staged, yet very funny. And this is when Gustavo finds out he's only getting three days instead of three months. And then a dude walks in with pants on a plate and gives them to Griffin. Griffin takes off the pants he's wearing and puts on these new pants. And then he goes, mmm, there's nothing like warm pants. And he goes, get Gustavo some warm pants. And so we find out the boards are going to, the boards, probably the people who give them the money so that they can perform, they are going to be here soon. And then Gustavo screams because he's angry. And Griffin and his posse so many names for these people, leave. And then the boys enter, they're at Rock Records, and guess who's also at Rock Records? Nicole Scherzinger from the Pussycat Dolls. Boys are obviously starstruck. Carlos throws James under the bus and says he's gonna marry you. And Nicole comes back with, uh, where's my ring? I love it. Ugh, Nicole. Such a great cameo. Then Kendall tells Nicole that they are doing some demos with Gustavo. And Nicole goes, Ah, oh, Gustavo, we had some creative differences. And then Gustavo comes out and Nicole turns around and chucks a phone at him. And she leaves. What a move by Nicole. Scherzinger from the Pussycat Dog. Gustavo comes out and breaks the news to the boys that now they only have three days instead of three months. So they're all freaking out now. And then Kendall and Gustavo get it up in each other's faces. Like always. Always the tension between these two. And then the boot camp begins. So they're all wearing little army pants and Gustavo's dressed like a uh, general. God, Kendall's eyebrows are really nice. And then enter the... Uh, what's... Oh my gosh. What? Hairdresser? Makeup team. Makeup team? Hairdressers? Styles team. And then we have the choreographer and the marketing team. Really awkward. So we have design stylists. That's the word. They're stylists. That's what it is. 
stylist, choreographer, and marketing team. So we meet, um, first we have uh, choreography with Mr. X, who's our choreographer. Uh, he's played by Fred Talskin. I forget if we see him again or not. We probably will. No, we do see Mr. X again. Um, Fred Talskin's actually a choreographer, and he's choreographed many other like sitcoms and stuff. So then they have a huge dance choreography montage where they just keep messing up and they can't do it and they fall around. Logan keeps hitting people in the face. They're not taking it seriously. And Gustavo comes back in and is very angry with them and almost explodes. And then we head back to the Palm Woods where Katie is setting up a VIP room and her mom is worried that she's not making any friends. But turns out Katie set up this VIP room to make money because she said, um, and it's amazing what chumps in this town will sit to pay behind a stupid velvet rope. So, like I said, Katie is wise bond behind B. <laughs> Katie is wise beyond her years. She knows how to play the game. She's a smart, independent girl. She don't need no man. Ugh, yes, Katie. Now we are back at Rock Studios with the boys, and now they're trying to figure out their look. First look we have is, like, Boylicious, which is, like, a combination of 90s, late 80s. And uh, Carlos is in a jumpsuit that's... It's like a workout. He's got the sweatband, the sweats. Kendall's in overalls with no shirt on and a backwards... Uh, Kago, uh, James, James is like straight out of an 80s workout video and um, Logan looks like a kid who tried to dress up like uh, Elton John for Halloween but like didn't get it and they tried the name Boylicious. James is into it, the rest of them are not. Gustavo's looking for more options. Now, their next band they have is Red, White, and Boy. They look like, they all are dressed like 70-ish, 70s patriotic wear. That is what I could say. So Red, White, and Boy is the next band. And they said they look great for war veterans who own Buicks. So that is apparently their target audience with this band, uh, Red, White, and Boy. James also says they look good, but Kendall says it looks like Uncle Sam threw up on us. Then we have our next look, which I believe is Danger Boy, and I'm not gonna lie, I know their characters are supposed to look uncomfortable in all the leather and the tight clothes, um, but as actors, they just look really uncomfortable in these clothes. Kind of dangerous, like the rebels, and then they try to walk and the pants are too tight, and they all fall. And James still thinks they look good though, <laughs> which is funny. James, all about the looks. Finally, the third part of Gustavo's, oh my god, boot camp is the singing. So then they write a song about, it's called Girl Time, which we all know what it will be soon, but it's Girl Time. And he's like, when you wake up, it's Girl Time. What time is it? Girl Time. And Logan's like, but if you have a sinus infection, wouldn't that be doctor time? And Gustavo's like, shut up. Like, no. And then Kendall's like, why do all your songs have girl in the title? And they do. So, um, so Kendall's got that Kendall sass, which is everywhere. 
So all of Gustavo's songs are Girl Like You, Girl You Are My Girl, Hot Girl, Cold Girl, Girl to My Heart, Yard Squirrel Christmas, Girl Zone, Girl Remix, Girl Cake, Girl, Girl, Girl. So he's got all, um, he's got a theme with all of his music. They're all about girls and boys crushing on girls. You know what? Get some records. He's going to stick to what he knows. And then Kendall insults him by saying, are there any songs from this girlenium? Gustavo starts shaking and he got so angry that there was an earthquake in Hollywood that was on the 3.1 on the Richter scale. And they're saying the epicenter was from Rock Records. So basically Kendall caused Gustavo to be so angry that they that he caused an earthquake. It's pretty dramatic. So now they're finally in the recording booth. Um, they're goofing around. They have a pillow fight. They're squirting juice all ev everywhere. And this is kind of where Gustavo gives up on them and says, you're never going to be a band. They get back to the palm woods and they're all upset because the dream of them being a boy band is kind of crushed. So then Katie shows up at the pool and she's like, you guys famous yet? And Kendall's like, um, we had creative differences. And Katie's like, oh, you got fired. She's like, uh, and now James is all upset because it's like, we could have, I was trying really hard and you guys didn't try. You guys blew it for me. And they're all upset. Carlos is like, why don't we just think happy thoughts about kittens and we can stop fighting. James hits Carlos, actually more shoves Carlos. And they start fighting. Kendall starts fighting. And then Katie just pushes them all in the pool because they needed to cool off and just think. And then later, they're all sitting around a bonfire, just talking. James is like, wait, I could be a model. Doesn't have to be that. I'm, I'm good looking. No, he actually says, I'm great looking. <laughs> so they're sitting around the fire and Kendall says, we didn't even get to sing together. So then they sing the giant turd song. So everybody claps for them. They did their turd song. Uh, even Lightning, the TV wonder... Yeah, the TV wonder dog claps for them. We see Camille clapping for them. She's like in an astronaut suit. And then Tyler pops up. He's wearing a tree hat, which will be more prominent later in the series. Um, and then even the Jennifers stand up and they clap for them. So Kendall gets up and gives this big inspirational speech about how they are a group and how when they play hockey and they're on the ice, they don't quit when they're on the ice. And are they going to dump the puck and scramble back to the bench? Or are they going to grab that puck, pull the goalie, and rush the net big time? And so then Kendall says he realized three things that he's since he's been here. They love singing, and he loves singing with the buds. And he says, opportunities like this come once in a lifetime. And the third thing is that he says it's minus eight in Minnesota, and he loves the pool. So what's the plan? Are they going to dump the puck or big time rush? Big time rush. Big time rush. Big time rush. Big time rush. 
Big time rush. All right, and we've gotten the title of the show five times in a row. Big time rush. They're going to stick with it. They're going to work together as the boy band. And then so they approached Gustavo and they said, we are going to do it your way. We're not going to fight. We're not going to talk back. Uh, we're not going to goof off. And But then they have one thing. They go, mm, not girl time. How about big time? Gustavo and Kelly like it. And so now the song is changed to big time. And this is when their band becomes big time rush. And then we have another montage of them getting ready. They're singing, they're dancing, they're actually trying, they're practicing at the pool, uh, they're dancing, they're trying on outfits, they're hit, uh, they're just having a fun time. Trying on all these little outfits, seeing which ones they vibe with. They're trying to take Carlos's helmet away, he freaks out. Then we have the actual performance for Griffin, and we can see that Gustavo is freaking. Um, but so they're dancing, right? And Kendall had this hat on. And it was just so small for his head. And he just threw it off. And I was like, smart, smart choice, Kendall. That was a smart choice. Um, and then we see Logan. Okay, guys, guys, throughout this series, some of their costumes include ties. I never understood that. So we're doing a tie count, okay? And Logan's wearing a tie in this. So right now we have Logan in the lead with ties. I want to see out of this whole series who wears the most ties. Um, so Logan right now is in the lead. They perform and... Personally, they kill it. For for people who've only been working on this for two days, I think they kill it. Uh, Griffin says he likes them and the board's going to love them. And he's got three months to make the demos. And Griffin then says he has to go because his pants are cold. The boys wait in anticipation. And Gustavo then says, guess who's staying in L.A.? And then he gets really mad, though. He goes, wait, you thought this was tough? Guess for the next three months what's going to happen. Carlos still can't sing. Logan still can't dance. And I still can't stand James. <laughs> and then Kendall says, we'll work on it. And then he says, now you can celebrate. And all the guys are super happy. And then at the end, we see on the screen, it says, and the musical journey begins. And guys, that was episode one of season one, a big time audition of Big Time Rush. What an episode. So the song that was performed was Big Time Rush, and we did hear the song Wanna Be Famous um, throughout. I do love that song, Big Time Rush. It's iconic. It's classic. I'll sing it any time. Wanna Be Famous gets stuck in my head sometimes. Now, I think after each episode, I'm going to say who my favorite was of the episode. And I honestly think it was Kendall. Why not? He is... I think earlier I said Logan was the glue that held them all together, but it's really Kendall. He's the leader. He knows he knows his boys inside and out. He knows them. He knows who they are. Um, and he's able to lead them, show them what they're capable of. Oh, just, so this was a great, excuse me, Kendall episode. So guys, that was Big Time Podcast, my very first episode. Thank you, thank you so much for listening. Um, if you want to know more, please follow, uh, me, our big time podcast on Instagram at big time podcast, and please make sure to follow this podcast. Thank you so much.